Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones. And on today's episode, we're talking about a challenge that's been put forth before me in comedy uh, to work clean. Yeah, I... There's uh there's there's something going on, uh an opportunity perhaps in the uh not too distant future, but it requires me to uh have a, a clean set, and that's harder than I thought it would be. Um because alright, for for context and definition, uh a clean set doesn't just mean not saying the word fuck, which I realize as I listen to some of my sets, um, I say fuck the way teen girls in the 90s said like. Um, I, I, I swear a lot. I really do. Uh, part of it, you know, military. Part of it uh, being in, in sports and whatnot in high school. Part of it being a a truck driver currently for a career, so I spend most of my day just alone, so the only person I'm talking to is myself, it's not like I have to have much of a professional decorum when it comes to the language I use, because I don't talk to anybody, I just am usually yelling at the other vehicles around me on the road, and they can't hear it, so, uh, yeah, I, I curse, uh, one could say excessively, um, but that is not the only uh, restriction when it comes to working clean for this, this particular uh, future, you know, potential opportunity thing. Uh, no sex, no drugs, no politics, no religion, uh, all those topics off the table. And it got me thinking through some of my material and... Man, I really don't have much that doesn't incorporate at least one of those four things. Um, even, you know, I've, I've got some material about the movie The Little Mermaid, but one could argue that as I talk about Ariel's cultural appropriation of, of uh, land people being a person herself... Um, and equating that to the way that uh, uh, white girls at Coachella wear bindis and Native American headdresses, one could argue that might be political. Um, you know, obviously, uh, any of my material about uh, Christian rock would fall into religious territory. Hell, even my stuff about witches and Satanists obviously falls into religious territory. Um, you know, any of my stuff about having uh, been in the military uh, definitely has a, a political uh, lens on it. Um, even, I mean, my truck driving stuff typically ends uh, politically. So, yeah, what the hell do I talk about? I get that a lot of comics talk about the, the relatable stuff. You know, they've, they've got uh, kids or whatever. Uh, families, my family material, particularly dark and again, political, you know, any of the stuff about, uh, my mom's passing eventually becomes political. Uh, 
any of the stuff about uh, my relationship with my fiance, sex comes into it. Um, I, I really don't know what to talk about. What and I don't have kids, and I don't want kids. Uh, and even some of that, if I were to try and venture into that, would likely have something of a of a political bent or drugs or all the fun things in life. Like I. I'm at a loss. Um, there is some material I've been working on uh, that is about meme culture. Um, and there is... Uh, actually, last night I did a predominantly clean set. Uh, I think that uh, the worst it got was I did have a line that references two girls, one cup. It doesn't go into any sort of details, but two girls and one cup is mentioned, um, which if you follow me on, on the social media, you saw that clip. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. And, and the meme culture thing is going to be very, uh, demographic specific. You know, there's, it's mostly reference based. I mean, basically the, the whole five minutes I did last night is a listicle, you know, it would, uh, almost belong on like a BuzzFeed or a Cracked.com uh, back in the day, uh, or back in the day, a few years ago when Cracked was still a website that people paid attention to. Um, but that's not going to play for every audience. And, you know, all right, so what else do I talk about? Well, if I talk about myself, most of my material that's about myself is in relation to uh, my, my gender and my, uh, queerness, uh, in relation to my gender. And I don't know if that necessarily counts as clean within the, the context of a corporate setting. Um, because queerness could be viewed as political because it, it, is in our environment, in this culture, in this society, in this moment. Uh, it is a, a hot-button political issue to be uh, non-gender uh, conforming. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's a weird... It's a weird thing to try and wrap my head around, but it's it's a challenge that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm taking... You know, I, I am going to try to figure this out. Um, any other comics out there? Like, when you work clean, what do you talk about? How do you, how do, you do a set? Because that's, that's the thing. I, I need to have uh, a, a set that I can submit to show that I can work clean. And I could probably work fairly clean doing crowd work, but that's not really a, a set you submit, you know, because that's not, that's not material. That's just, uh, you know, that, that's more the live thing than the, than the submission thing. Um, so what do you, what do you talk about if you're working clean? What, what is the, the material you, you pull from? Um, cause I'm, I'm, a little lost. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. 
uh, I'm going to keep plugging away at it and I'm going to keep seeing if any of my material can translate. Maybe, maybe mental health, maybe I can tap into, you know, some of the, the stuff around like depression and whatnot. Cause I, I do have some depression based material and that's, not terribly political i don't i don't think um yeah i don't know i don't know it's 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 weird it's a weird thing to think about but i'm gonna try and do it because uh it opens doors there are places that will only book you if you can work clean and honestly i want to work that's the you know that's that's the that's the deal i want I want work. I want, you know, I want gigs. I especially want paid gigs because as, as we've talked about in the past, the paid gigs are the ones that make it easier to keep doing more gigs and to keep practicing and to keep working. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, like, uh, making a living doing this, but the same thing with the music. When, uh, you know, when the band makes money off merch, when the band makes money off shows, when the band makes uh, money off, off any of our endeavors, we can then use that to buy more studio time to, uh, you know, go in and record and, you know, print more CDs or, you know, get vinyl printed out uh, and, and produced and be able to put vinyl out there. Um you know, it's, it's all in effort to make the thing pay for itself. So you're not always functioning at a loss, you know? Um, I, I, I want to do this for as long as possible. And the easiest way to do that is for it to pay for itself. Um, or, but, you know, better yet, make me money. That's the, the, dream goal, I think, for most performers is to be able to just do it as a job. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, so one of the ways to open doors is to have a clean set. Uh, that's not to say I'm not still going to have my quote-unquote dirty sets because I am who I am and the stuff I talk about is the stuff I talk about. I'm going to have uh, dirty material, which... Honestly, even my dirty material, by and large, isn't terribly dirty. I I think, um, I'm I'm definitely not explicit. Uh, I do have a very strong political leaning, though. I think that's pretty obvious. Anytime that comes up in my work, um, yeah, I don't know. It's wild. It's a wild challenge. So that's what's on my mind lately, trying to figure out how to, how to do that. It's, it's something I've never really put thought or put my mind to until now. Um, but yeah, something to work on. Anyway, that's that. Speaking of comedy, uh, I record and release this on Wednesdays. Uh, Thursdays, Game of Microphones at Comedy Shrine. I'm hosting again this week, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to it the day I've released it, uh, I'm hosting, uh, Mike Maxwell is headlining the, the rest of the lineup is fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Last week was, uh, 
was just a fire night. That crowd was live. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping we have a, another good night this week. Um, and if you can come out, I, I recommend it. It's, it's a fun night of, you know, seasoned comics and newer comics all, you know, giving you their best eight minutes and you vote for who the best of the night is. It's pretty straightforward premise. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I enjoy being part of it and, uh, I hope you can make it out. Um, oh, that aside, I've got, uh, I've got some things coming up in August. I know I keep alluding to them. Uh, I'm not going to give you dates, but I think it's fine to say where I'm going to be at this point. I haven't been told not to. So, uh, keep an eye out on my social medias because I am going to be at, uh, uh, still not Friday at Two Brothers. Uh, that's uh, Two Brothers Roundhouse in Aurora. Um, if you've been following me for a few years, you know that I've been at that venue many times uh, in the past when I was still working for that one wrestling company. Uh, I was hosting a lot of shows there, and I'm excited to do stand up there, uh, do a, a little guest spot. I'm I'm really thrilled to to get to do that with with Still Not Friday. That whole team, everyone there is so supportive, so cool. Uh, some of some of the best people on the scene, and I'm I'm stoked to have gotten the invite. Um, the second mic that I ever did uh, a year and some months ago was at Two Brothers. So, you know, it's it's real cool to be able to go. And, and be on that stage for, you know, an, an audience and, and do the thing. That's uh, uh, just another one of those validation moments that I'm doing something right. Um, and another uh, validation moment, uh, I'm finally getting to do Shots and Giggles at the Drunken Donut, which I'm looking forward to. Um, that's going to be fun. Uh Drunken Donut, I know, is a, a venue that a lot of people in the, the Doomed and Stoned community uh, have a have, uh, relationship with. I know the Black Road crew and uh, Rosaries, they all have done shows and hung out there and stuff like that. So I'm hoping maybe some of them can come out, you know, get a little a little cross-pollination of scenes, you know, get the, the Doomed and Stoned to cross into comedy you know, I'm still trying to get some comedy to cross over into Doomed and Stoned. You know, people have expressed interest in in seeing Uncouth play, which we will be playing in the in the not too distant future. You know, I, I've told y'all before we're in the the writing process at the moment, so um, uh, playing out is is not uh, not happening right at this moment. But there will be some shows to announce uh, in the, in the not too distant future. And as soon as I, as soon as I do, you know, I'll make sure everybody knows, but yeah. So I got a couple real cool shows coming up in August, uh, for comedy that I'm really excited about. Um, you know, they're, they're shows that I've, I've wanted to be on, you know, shows that I've gone to go see and I'm excited to, to get to do them. You know, I, any, any time I get to get on a stage and do the thing, that's, the best feeling for me. So, uh, really looking forward to that. So stay tuned for future episodes. As we get closer to those dates, I will make that all more officially known. Um, all right. So I think that's, that's all I really wanted to talk about topic wise today, you know, uh, the, the concept of working clean and then, you know, 
promote some upcoming things. And as always, follow me on the social medias at Skits Jones on pretty much everything or uh, skitsmjones at gmail.com if you want to hit me up with questions, suggestions, etc., etc. So yeah, now that that's out of the way, let's move on to uh, some of the show features. Recommendations. Uh, We were talking about working clean, and that put me in a, uh, you know, because it's a a corporate environment kind of a thing, or, you know... uh, a workplace kind of a situation put me in the mind for some some working songs. So uh first up older track Bob Dylan's Maggie's Farm. Um it's a a song that you know uh depending on what you read for Dylan was part of his uh complaint against the counterculture that he was being part of that he didn't want to be their mouthpiece. Uh, so his, his work on Maggie's farm was his, his way of saying his work of, uh, being a spokesperson for a generation, a role that, that he didn't care for. And this song was, uh, particularly controversial as it, as it really came into being at the time that Dylan was making the transition, uh, from acoustic folk into, uh, more of a, an amplified, uh, electric, rock sound and this song was was one of the prime examples of it as a a very loud bombastic rollicking kind of track and uh uh notable uh cover by rage against the machine uh off their renegades album of this song a lot of bands have covered it live uh not a not a ton of recordings of it though um but uh, yeah, that Rage cover is is pretty boss. As I mean, almost anything that Rage does or or did uh, was pretty righteous. But yeah, uh, Maggie's Farm, nice little Dylan track. And then uh, for something newer, looking at the track Career Boy by Dorian Electra. Um, Dorian Electra's album Flamboyant uh, just dropped think last night at midnight something like that uh but a lot of the singles have been out for a while a lot of music videos uh very very uh delightful uh visual artist you know all of the music videos are are super fun uh this one uh, no exception career boy is uh about the addiction to work and the the fetishization um uh of of the the workaholic you know it it's an almost martyrdom uh you know a, a, a sadomasochistic addiction to the grind uh that we we highlight and and laud in our our culture because we we love people who will work especially all hours and you know for no additional pay because capitalism uh and and all of this is then uh uh you know queered through Dorian Electra's very specific uh lens you know the 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 exploration of the the gender relation uh with with that that work in that office environment check out the music video it's it's super fun uh, so yeah, those are your songs, uh, Maggie's Farm by Bob Dylan and Career Boy by uh, Dorian Electra. Um, check those out. 
no new TV shows to suggest at the moment because uh, I've talked about all the shows that I'm watching right now and I don't have the time to add any additional ones in my schedule. I I don't have the time for all the things that I currently do. So you're just going to have to live with song, song suggestions for now. That's, that's as far as we're going to go. Um, so let's move on to uh, the card reading. Uh, once again, uh, this week, a little something special. I'm, I'm pulling from, uh, Emily Autumn's Asylum Oracle deck. You know, we're, uh, eschewing the, uh, the tarot and going for the Oracle instead as I, uh, work to get more familiar with this deck and continue to, uh, explore it and, uh, and discover new things about it. Um, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, this deck, 50 cards, uh, divided amongst five elements, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. Uh, the card that I've pulled for today is a water card. Uh, as a Pisces, water is always something very, uh, very interesting to me. Uh, water, uh, within the, the context of this deck and within a lot of spirituality, uh, represents the, the unconscious, the intuition, uh, dreams, fluidity, uh, things of that nature. Um, Bruce Lee spoke a lot on, uh, the, the nature of water and it's, it's strength and it's malleability, you know, it's, it's ability to, to change shape or take shape of, of whatever container it needed to be put in its ability to, uh, drip or to flow or to crash you know, water can be very calm or water can be a raging torrent of, of rapids or, uh, you know, the, the hurricanes. Uh, water is many things. And uh, that, that's part of what I love about water. And the card that I specifically pulled for uh, today is uh, the wallpaper. And wallpaper is a, a, a big theme uh, in a lot of Emily Autumn's writing, uh, in the Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls, the, the, the pattern of the wallpaper, uh, is very specific. And in a lot of, uh, Emily Autumn's imagery within the book and within this deck, uh, the, the striped wallpaper, the, the, the different shades of gray, uh, can almost look like uh, bars, uh, to a cell, but can also look like the striping of, uh, circus tents and, or is, um, you know, reflective of the same striping of, uh, uh, the striped stockings that, uh, Emily Autumn is, uh, uh, has a penchant toward. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the striped pattern is, is a, uh, repeating motif and uh, in the deck, the definition of the wallpaper card is uh, about dreams, mystery, and discovery. And within the walls uh, decorated by this wallpaper, uh, it's a, a, a safe room. Um, you know, because bars can be to keep something in or bars can also be to keep something out. And within the context of this uh, card, the, the, 
the wallpaper, the, the bars, the stripes, uh, are to, to keep one safe, uh, in the room, uh, as, as a space to explore, uh, dreams and ideas without interference from exterior sources. So what this card is, is talking about is, you know, it, uh, exploration of your your inner thoughts and and your ideas and and trying to mine some of that uh, more subconscious and bring it to the 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 conscious level and see where it sits with the rest of the world. Um, but being in a, a safe space a safe space for that exploration. So uh, you know, going forward, dwelling on this card. Uh, think about what are some things that have been rattling around in the back of your mind, uh, just below that that conscious surface level. Um, try and bring that up and uh, see, you know what what new things can can spring from that. So that's that's the thought I'm leaving you with for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I I really appreciate it. I I appreciate the recent uh spike in listenership. That means the world to me that that y'all are listening and uh telling each other to listen and and spreading the word about it and sharing it and passing it along. Um absolutely absolutely means the world to me. Uh it is uh it, it's 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 a privilege to get to do this and so I I thank all of you. Um that's it for this episode. Uh, we will be back as always this weekend. Um, and so I guess the last thought that I can leave you with is as always to keep that trash fire burning. <laughs>